0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold podcast. I am your coach and your hostess. My name is Nicole DeVincentes, aka Chick 911 up on Instagram. Awesome, as always, to have you guys here. This is January 2020. I think it's the 15th, might be the 16th of January. Anyway, we're midway through January of 2020, and it's been a hot minute since I've podcasted. We're switching things up here just a little bit, and tonight we're going to be bringing you some Champion Mindset Coaching, but I'm prefacing it with a story. There is something that led up to it. Um, Tonight we're going to be talking about the power of your words and the fact that your words create your reality. And what happened tonight. This is so funny. So shout out to one of my dear friends and major props to you. If you're listening, Bonnie, you know, I love you. I just have to share what happened because it's really the fuel for this podcast tonight. So I can't remember the time. It may have been this past summer or maybe the summer before, but I think it was this past summer. I, I train, obviously. I belong to a gym and one of, there was a new, a brand new trainer and he just kind of like appeared out of nowhere. And you know, when you have new trainers in your gym, um, unless they're in like a direct mentorship program, usually what happens after they get orientation to the gym is they're released on their own to go stir up leads and, uh, you know, acquire new clients and, and get the run of the gym and etc etc, And... <laughs> Bonnie actually prospected me, I think, in the middle of my workout, if I'm not mistaken, and <laughs> I, I turned him down. And after I did that, I actually went back to him and, okay, again, Bonnie, you know I love you, but I just have to say this. It was not even a strong prospect. Like, I have worked with brand new trainers to help them acquire new clients. Um just because I like to give them, you know, a little, you know, attaboy kind of like punch in the arm and you know get them excited and you know help them, you know, build up their clientele and then, you know, see what they have, you know, in their bag of tricks to show me. So it's always reciprocal. But his elevator pitch was so bad. And I I told him that. I actually went back up to him and I told him (laughs) that his elevator, he needed to work on his elevator pitch and that he needed to become more, (laughs) more comfortable in his own skin and own his space. And I'm telling you, I just met him like 20 minutes prior. It wasn't like we had this long engaged conversation. Like literally I felt so bad for the guy, but there's certain people that I will do that for because I can clearly see their potential. Like your energy always introduces you. And even though he wasn't fully like confident and comfortable in his skin at that moment, the mere fact that he prospected me and I want to not like, you know, I'm this big like to do, but I do carry I think for a woman, a significant amount of muscle on my frame. I um, work out at very intense levels. I lift very heavy. And so usually the new trainers don't prospect me once they see me training. Like when I'm covered up, if they're at the front desk and they're new, they'll usually ask me, you know, if I will. But then once they see me working out, like everybody basically leaves me alone. So the fact that this guy approached me, showed me that he actually has you know quite a set of cojones and I can't in all good conscience just let him like flounder like that like you know step up like we we need to fix this okay we need to like work on this and this is a project for you okay so (laughs) now what I am very to the point and For those of you who have never been on this podcast before, I actually am a retired emergency room, critical care, trauma nurse. And so if you think about things in that context, you know, we don't really have a lot of time to beat around the bush, you know, if someone's like dying or something. So we tend to communicate like very to the point. We call attention to the elephant in the room and we go in and we fix it like faster than a New York minute. Like that's how we roll. But even though I did that as a job, I would, I would have to say, honestly, I was that way before I worked in the ER. It was just that the ER allowed me to really be who I am and like basically get rewarded for like this the expectation, you know, hustle was the name of the game and that direct, you know, straight to the point communication that I had always gotten in trouble for when I was growing up, like it was actually rewarded there. So it was a wonderful place for me. I retired from that career it was like a 20 year career if you put it all together and I wanted to do something new but honestly like it just got to the point where I was fed up with that line of work and I really wanted I wanted two different things I wanted to have no cap on my income potential and even though nurses make a very, very good income, if you play your game right, you get crucified in taxes. And, and that's what happened to me. So it was like a learning experience on how to, you know, mitigate and and buffer that. Um, But also, I wanted to be around life instead of death. And when I made that transition, if you listen to these earlier podcasts, like most of them are literally what I would call mind dumping um, scenarios where I started this podcast with the intention of coaching you. But the issue that I was facing was, I really didn't know what that looked like. And it was during a time of immense financial challenge. And it was like the very beginning of my coming up from some of like the darkest times in my life. And so when I started the podcast, I did it really as a means of documenting my journey where my mental space was along the way. Um, also to show you, for those of you who are at transition points, I mean, if you go back and you listen to like the beginning podcast, um, when we first started this podcast, they were actually only allowed to be 5 minutes. So I had to practice like getting things in 5 minutes or less before they changed it to 60 minutes. So there was that, but there was a lot of I think wavering that some days I was super super strong and had a message, and other days it was like I was underwater until I finally had that clarity. And if if you are at a transition point, whether this is personally, this is professionally, I've been probably in your shoes at one juncture, probably more than once um, or another. And what I promise you is that, especially if you're a goal oriented individual, as I am, it becomes very scary when you, for me, I didn't have a concrete goal. As I was making this shift from a nursing career, um, a, a little side note: I had developed a an allergen-free baking line, and really, my plan was to exit nursing and then put that baking line on the market, and then, you know, align with different distribution portals and then bring it to a global market. I did it, not not that large of a scale. I put it on the market and realized I really, I wasn't that jazzed about it. I still hold all the recipes just in case I decide to come back and, and do it again. But, but what I found was I really liked business development. I really liked marketing, um, making the marketing materials. I really liked um, learning how to get a voice, say on Facebook, about that product line. I liked the business development, like the sales aspect, the prospecting of it, you know, going out, developing relationships initiating contact with people in whole foods and different you know chains of markets who already had a gluten-free allergen free clientele you know following tracking through their stores I I loved all of that stuff I liked developing you know what I wanted the the mission and the vision and the value system and the different divisions like I loved making all that stuff um, which I didn't I, I didn't I guess I didn't think that I was gonna like it as much as I did. So it was a cool thing that happened, but there was this large period of time where I was wavering because I didn't I I really wasn't wholeheartedly into the baking thing. Even though I dropped like my my savings into it and I was, you know, fully committed in there, I didn't like where I was baking. I was in a co op bakery and it was just it just was not, I don't know if it was at the right time, just not the right fit, but it just, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And after that, it was like, well, what in the heck am I going to do? Because girls got to eat and I have no vision for the future. I don't want to go back to my previous career. You know, shit's going south here really fast. We were still in the middle of a massive recession. It, It was just like, it was times of darkness that were, Oh my God. When I look back, I, I swear to God, it's my life now. It's virtually unrecognizable. And I wanna be very clear when I, you know, speak with you or speak to whom I anybody or you're reading my posts or you know, whatever brought you here on this podcast is there's always gonna be those times in your life where you're headed towards a storm. And actually Bonnie and I we were talking tonight, so coming back around towards Bonnie um, about your words creating a reality. Um, what happened after <laughs> I boldly told him that he needed to command his space was I went home and I actually made a podcast. It was like a, it was a, um, a champion mindset coaching call. It was that I held for other people. So it's on a different platform, but it was talking about, um, what was the name of it? I was inspired by the Nike swoosh. And every time I saw the Nike swoosh, I would say in my mind, I am a champion. Victory is mine. And that was what that coaching call was all about. And I told him about it. I believe that he listened to it. And now, just a short time later, I think that, Bonnie, that was this summer. I, he should be on this podcast. There's probably like less than nine months ago, the guy has done a complete 180. Maybe it was a year ago. It doesn't matter the time span because it doesn't matter. What has happened is that I saw him tonight. We had you know a few minutes to talk and the dude is freaking crushing it. Like he put himself back in school and when he was first in school, like he was wavering, school was not his strong point. You know, there was a lot of lifestyle change that he was making and he was, you know, playing with a band till late at night. And and he's young guy. He's in his twenties and all that stuff. And something in him switched. He said tonight, after I woke him up, (laughs) that he all of a sudden had this drive and now he has... He's working construction. He's like killing it on the job. He's got he's still training in the gym. He's doing awesome there. He's got his clients who are fully accountable. You know, they're able he's creating leaders in his clients. So he's not coaching with codependency. He's crushing it in school. He's going to be getting his associates. Um, He'll be getting that I think in July of this year and the dude just like putting up victories like hand over hand, left and right all day long. And he's not the exception. When you get that, that fire underneath your ass and At least he's not the exception. I should say, Bonnie, you're not the exception when people coach with me. Like, it's the weirdest thing. And this is why I'm saying, like, I never really knew what it was that I wanted to do. And I didn't have clarity on what it was until I was having communication with my coach this week. So, yes, I actually have coaches all the time. I have not had a coach that I had hired since my last figure competition in 2011, um, i've had different mentors but now i am finally at a place where i have the financial aptitude in order to be able to hire a coach and you know i was sharing with him you know what my goals for 2020 are and it's gonna dovetail into this podcast and it's all about how your words create your reality and i was sharing with my coach about how my goal it's about intensity i wanted you know the intensity of this goal that i'm setting to be at the same level as the intensity of my workouts and that was only was that just yesterday they may have just that was less than 24 <laughs> hours ago. And um, I'm really grateful to be to be able to have the opportunity and the privilege to, to coach with this guy. Um, it's very, very early. And I'm not going to be disclosing a lot of things. But it's literally like a dream come true for me and just wow. <laughs> and so tonight, that's when I went into the gym and I saw Bonnie and he was telling me about all the stuff that he's doing, which is freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. But that is the power of like mindset training is that It literally like blows the lid off of stagnancy and you do all this really cool shit and you build up such momentum and you're steering this thing and you're like, oh my God, that you just become hungrier and hungrier for more and more and more. And you're actually productive. Like you're actually putting up results. You're not spinning your wheels. And that, my friends, is the power of your words. Like that becomes the expectation. That's why I say that's the expectation. Expectation. So, Bonnie, like, seriously, like, my hats off to you. Major knuckles, major hugs to you. I'm so freaking proud of you, and really excited about everything that is in store for you. It's going to be so much fun to watch you and, and see everything that comes from you, and see all the lives that you will inevitably impact by your stepping up into your power and and becoming a stronger leader. So much love to you, my friend, which brings us to the topic of tonight, which is your words create your reality. Now, here's what's up. I mentioned to you that I had hired a coach and my goal for 2020, which I don't blast my goals out on public platform. It's private between my coach and I and God, of course. But my goal is to have this goal at the intensity of my workouts. And so for me, I'm about having some sort of a metric, but not necessarily numbers because numbers can always be manipulated. So that's why I chose intensity. Like, you cannot fake intensity. So tonight, I came into the gym, and since I was doing all those strings of podcasting, like, my life is actually completely different. And um, I have done, I, I, I think I was still working at Creighton Barrel. Maybe the last time that I was podcasting, I can't remember. And um, I wanted to get into sales, and um, I was so blessed to have the privilege of being hired there. Uh, it was a non-commission job though, and I wanted to be earning more money. Unfortunately, my sales game was not that great, and applying for a job, I didn't know anybody in sales, and anybody who kind of had access to other people who had businesses They would not refer me because they said, well, I'm just a nurse. I should go be in medical sales. And I didn't want to do that. So I went way outside of my normal industry and was in crate and barrel. I started selling furniture in there and then really put the pedal to the metal to drive up my numbers so that I could have a more intelligent conversation with the marketplace and have a sales job that pays commission. So I did that. So the cool thing is that I'm doing something which is totally fun and I now am a designer at Waltery e. Smith Furniture out here in Chicago and um, it's a commission job so I get to help people, you know, improve their houses and make them beautiful and um, you know, I get to talk with people and have great relationships and help Walter and family build the business and also take a piece of pie. So I mean it's like, you know, the best of both worlds and um I forgot where I was going with this but about how your words create your reality so now what happens is that I have a schedule which is mostly days and by the time for those of you who work days I have a little bit lengthy of a commute not killer but just long enough that my workouts now are in the morning and um, you know how that is like you have to get used to eating in a different way and about being able to have intense workouts in the morning and all those things. So this week I've been going and one day I only had 15 minutes to get in there, but I still made it in there you know learning how to eat differently and all kinds of things to fuel myself in sales and you know maintain high levels of energy but also you know continue to drive this aspect of the business so there's like a lot going on but all that to tell you that tonight I had the privilege of training at night after I had a few solid meals in my body I had some chipotle earlier in the week so I went in there fully fueled and I was I mean, you want to talk about intense, I set the metric for this goal for 2020. If, if, oh my god, not if, when, when I reach that level of intensity, holy shit, like, I just set some PRs for myself tonight. It, it just insane. I don't know where the strength came from, other than the fact that I am highly focused right now. My glows are crystal clear. And, um, That's really what happens as soon as you become very clear in your goals and you put that out there. Your words literally create your reality. So, we're going to break this down a little bit. Now, that may sound kind of like hocus pocus to you. Um, So, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to back up the bus and I'm going to give you some foundational information that you may or may not have heard. And we're going to start at the beginning. Okay. Now, this is more than just mere positive thinking. Okay. Because what you usually happens you know when you hit any sort of a ceiling on your productivity on your progress your overall zest for life even it's not going to be enough just to tell yourself positive thoughts Okay, I think everybody reaches that sort of a plateau, or that sort of a ceiling where there's actually like a background story, which is running in your mind. And you actually you have to reprogram your thoughts. You have to not just what the thoughts are, but actually how you think. So to do this, all right, and again, I promise you, I know where I'm taking you. This is like we use this in sports psychology and, you know, every sort of champion mindset coach, you know, more or less dovetails into this. And if you don't believe me, I mean, you can definitely go do some Google searches about the subconscious mind, about, you know, the different things that... Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he is incredible about what he is learning about how the mind works. He's been in the industry for so long, but the stuff that he has discovered now, I mean, just after years of research, the man is just, you listen to him and you're like, oh my God, this is insane. But he's got a proven success track record as well. So he's somebody that you definitely, you know, if you have not heard of him or um, followed his teachings at all, like definitely worth your time um, and your money with him as well. Um, But what we're going to do is we're going to keep this very simple and we're going to unpack this and we're going to take this down to grassroots level and talk about how your words actually do create your reality. And in order for us to be able to fully like take a bite out of that, what I'd like to do is introduce to you, I kind of already prefaced it, but seriously unpack this thing, which is called your subconscious mind. Okay, now before you get yourself all, you know, your undies all in a bunch here, you have to remember that there's actually two parts of your mind, okay? Not your brain, not the thing like if you took the lid of your skull off that kind of like looks like a a weird wet kind of like, you know, walnut inside of there, your mind. Okay, so you have what's called your conscious mind and you have what's called the subconscious mind. So your conscious mind is like your conscious Okay. You're on this podcast. Hopefully you're paying attention. Okay. Wherever you are right now, you're aware that you're there. If you're working, if you're working out, if you're driving, like you're aware. Okay. The soul consciousness is like your awareness, like you're awake. All right. If you come from medical background, you're alert and oriented, okay. Like you're kind con- okay. Or just like awake. Okay. So that's going to be that. Now your subconscious mind is, kind of like behind the curtain, if you would. Okay, so like, if your mind, if your conscious brain was, let's say a performance on a Broadway stage, like a Broadway show, it's what's going to be happening in front of the curtain, or if there's a play or something, you see what I'm saying, your subconscious mind is what's going to be behind the scenes. Okay, and it's something that is so incredibly powerful, And once you understand actually how it works, you're going to understand to a greater extent how your words create your reality. And what you'll be able to do is actually begin to change. You know, probably, I guess what people would call like stinking thinking, but really your position in your life, your station in your life, and you'll be able to use this to get you through For example, like some of the worst times in your life, you know, when shit is like really, really bad, it's what's going to be that beacon of light for you that's going to keep on pushing you through each and every 24 that's in front of you. But what will happen then when you're in the good times is it's going to accelerate the velocity of your progress, your wins, your results, your victories, your acquisitions. Okay, whatever that means for you. Okay, now, I want to put this down here. Also, my coachings and trainings are meant for people whose root intentions are good. Okay, like you have a properly postured heart. Okay, if that's not you, if you plan on using these sorts of things to lie, cheat, steal, manipulate, take advantage of other people, obviously, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do about that. But we're going to have a wait because anti karma will come and get you (laughs) or God will come and get you. All right. So but just please, you know, be advised like that. That's where I'm coming from with my coachings and trainings. Okay. All right, great. So back to the conscious and the subconscious mind. So you have this part of your brain called the subconscious mind. And what it is, it's actually like an auto receiver, if you will. Okay, so picture maybe if you've ever seen, I guess I would call it an old-fashioned TV, where the TV (laughs) had like this screen in the front, and then in the back was this, um, I don't know, this... Ball of wires that would go and it would connect to the TV screen. Like it wasn't a flat, it wasn't flat tops or flat TVs. It wasn't plasma screens. It was like these big giant televisions with this very extensive, you know, wiring system in the back. That would be, I think, the uh, the one of the best analogies I can think of right now for the connection between your subconscious mind and your conscious mind. In that, whatever you think. All right, your conscious mind, whatever you do, whatever you command yourself to do, the language that you choose to use, um, things that actually construct your behaviors and ultimately your habits. So, okay, so like all this stuff about you can be like, I don't want to say all of it is programmed from your subconscious mind, but I think most of it actually is now that I'm thinking about it. This is what I mean. If you how can I put this? All right, how about this? Have you ever been around like a new group of people? And after a while you start to take on their behaviors? This could be a spouse, this could be a group of friends, this could be coworkers, could be anything. And this could be to the positive or to the negative. Like you start to actually take on their personalities, what they talk like, what they do, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that might be one way to introduce to you, like, not just the power of suggestion, not just, you know, the power of you adapting to, you know, a particular culture. But that sort of a thing actually influences largely how you are as a person. Or another example would be a lot of kids who watch or play really, really violent video games. A lot of times, like they are also, they have issues with, they have outbursts. They have some discipline problems. Not every kid, but what I'm saying is that when you watch that, when you're exposed to that, it starts to program your mind. Same thing if you're listening to like some really hardcore rap music, like some of the lyrics in there, you don't realize it because you know, you're like jamming away to it. But when you start listening to it, all that they talk about Okay, and now you know not all rap is bad. No, no, no. Come on back up now. Is but what I'm saying is that the words and the things that you're listening to, like they start to create a sense of normalcy for you, and you usually tend to like reproduce some way, or you start to consider it just like normal, everyday sort of behavior. Does that make sense? And from the other angle too, when you start having very empowering information entering your mind space, you're listening to it, you're reading it, like you start to absorb it, okay, which it's, it's a little bit different than you just thinking positive thoughts. This is just like the information is dripping in, whether you're listening to it, you're reading it, you know, however, this plays out, your subconscious mind, it, it acts as this auto receiver, and it's actually quite sensitive especially during two times of day but what the and I will get to those in just a second what the subconscious mind does is it takes in all of the things that you see that you hear that you even speak to yourself you experience and what it does is it passes it through to your conscious mind like it it believes everything that it hears. It doesn't understand jokes. It doesn't understand sarcasm. All it all it knows is that anything that comes into it, positive or negative, empowering, disempowering, however you want to put however you want to categorize this, is it accepts it as truth. And then it filters it straight and passes it or funnels it rather straight to your conscious mind. And so oftentimes, when you are reaching these plateaus, whether you have predominant negative thought, predominant negative behavior, Okay, not good or bad, like we're going to say negative or positive, things that serve you or things that don't serve you. And this could be anything. This could be your dialogue with money. This could be your opinion about your body. This could be body shaming. This could be your sense of self worth, self value. This could be your outlook. Uh, for your financial future, for your relationships, for your marriage, for your health. I mean, this could be anything. Again, whether it's positive, negative, whether it serves you or it doesn't, the subconscious mind is like this massive sponge and it just like, like sucks in all the stuff that you're exposed to. Everything that comes in through your senses and it shoots it straight to your conscious mind and you accept it as true and now you, you suddenly hold all these beliefs. Now, I know that it sounds kind of hokey, all right, but I'm telling you, it's like legit. It's proven time and time again. And so what I'm here to tell you is that there are two words in the English language that are the most powerful, and they are the words I am. Okay, everything that you put after those two words create your reality. Okay, so your words create your reality. The two most powerful words in the English language. And probably if you're speaking Spanish, it would be yo soy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, so it's state of permanency here. And they create your reality. Okay, so you want to be very cautious and intentional about how you construct your words and your sentences because you hear yourself. I know you're dying to know the two times when the subconscious mind is the most sensitive, right? I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I have to teach you this and then we're going to come back and we're going to bring in that training, okay? So just put that on the side. We're taking you know, let's, let's step over here, take a sidestep and, and focus on this training. So here's what I'm going to tell you. I had a a nursing student. I went to a nursing school to go do some coaching and training with them um, last year, two years ago now, maybe. And um, we were talking about, it was for professional development series. And I, I think these were juniors or seniors in nursing school. And I brought in champion mindset coaching. And I like to talk with my students not as students, I really like to have them attend my courses, listen to my trainings, whether it's podcasts, even in person, as though they're the person that has the position that they want already. Okay, like they're already the professional, they're already a registered nurse, they're already working in the area that they want to work because I'm telling you, it's one thing to listen to this as a novice, it's a completely different situation when you're listening to this as though you're the person who already has the goal already. Your level of attention, your level of intentionality, your level of focus, everything is different about you once you hold that position, or at least it should be. Okay, because now and then you know, the example of nursing, you have responsibilities for other people, you are the expert, you are the professional that people come to when they don't know what to do for themselves, they're no longer able to help themselves. And one of the girls who was in this course, we were talking about Um, formulating what I call your I am sentence. So for them first, and you do this too, is I always ask them, where is it that you want to be working? What is that you want to be doing following graduation, following licensure? And, you know, people were saying, oh, I want to work in pediatrics or ER, blah, 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 blah. And this one girl, she was really shy and she wouldn't raise her hand or anything, but eventually like, you know, she warmed up and I learned that she wanted to work in the neurological or neurosurgical intensive care unit, the neuro ICU. And she's still a student and, um, you know, she was just kind of like shy about it. And sometimes people are they don't want to share their goals, they're a little bit hesitant, or they are so far away from their goal that they don't even like want to put it out there. Like they're not even confident that they're going to actually be able to do it, which is different from my sharing my not sharing my goal is I I got to tell you, I operate on the down low. I show you results as I go along. I don't make announcements. That's my personal credo. It is between me and my coach and that's it. But with this girl, (laughs) I used to tell a lot more people until I decided I didn't want to tell people anymore. I narrowed my focus, narrowed my circle. And now it's like the circle is so small. You need like a microscope to read the people who were on the list, Um, the names of the people on the list. Anyway, so this girl, I had her write down in this paper, I am working in the neuro ICU at blah, 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 blah hospital, something like that. Or I am a neurosurgical nurse. I can't remember what it was. And so we did that. And the instructions are then okay, so now you have your goal and you do the same thing. Like you write down exactly what it is that you want to either have or be. Okay, so I am a high performance athlete. I am a Professional registered nurse in the emergency room at blah 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 hospital. I am a six figure income earner. I am the I don't know leading strength and conditioning coach for football athletes in the United States. Well, I don't know what this is for you. I am, you know, the mother of twins. I am you fill in the blank. Okay. So whatever it is, you put it, but don't diminish it. Like put what the end thing is. It's not, if you think that you can, it's not, if you like anybody believes that you can, it, it, this, that's completely irrelevant. You always want to start with the end in mind. So put the end goal down. So I am blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now I always suggest that you write it on a piece of paper and you keep that piece of paper with you. Okay, now here's where the subconscious mind actually comes in. This is the same thing that I did with Bonnie when I put up that um, champion mindset. It was a conference call that was recorded in terms of I am a champion. Victory is mine is what we did was we started leveraging the power of the subconscious mind. Okay, because when you need course correction, when you're hanging around the wrong people, when you're not clear on your goals, when your focus is all over the place, the question is, how do you like excuse my language, like, how do you sew that shit up? Like, how do you bring the seams together so that you have like a freaking tight line? Okay, like a tight line as you would on a football, a tight line as you would on a baseball, a tight line, you know, down the side of a pair of like skinny jeans. If if that's, I know my legs, my quads won't fit in those skinny jeans, but (laughs) you get what I'm saying, right? Like you have to get your shit together. So how do you do that? If you try to force yourself, okay, you really, if you're like that, like far off, where you're all over the place. Okay, and you're just like spinning out of control. There has to be something that you have to do. Like number one, you gotta recognize that you're out of control. Number two, you gotta recognize that you're you have no goals right now. You're like you're you're either moving closer to your goals or you're moving farther away. Like that is your own entity. Like you have to have that level of self-awareness about you. Okay. It, It doesn't require feelings. It is clearly objective. Okay, and every one of us, I think goes through those ebbs and flows. And the next step is, is when you finally have a goal is you may not believe that you can do it. You may think that your world's away, you may have tried the goal numerous times, especially if this is like health and fitness, like maybe you have failed, maybe you've lost and regained the same 15, 20 pounds, numerous times. And, you know, all of a sudden, like, you're just like I can't do this anymore. Like I just, <laughs> this is, this is ridiculous. But I'm gonna try this again. And now I'm not even sure. And now everybody knows, and they see that I'm at the gym, and they're telling me that I can't do it. Whatever this is for you, okay? The end product, the end goal, how you do it is freaking irrelevant right now. And the fact if you don't think that you can do it, this may even be like you're getting a divorce. Okay, and you're not sure when you leave him or her, you're going to have the kids like how you're going to do all this stuff, how you're going to put groceries on in, you know, in the house, how you're going to manage their schedules. I don't it doesn't matter. This is the same method of operation for every single person. Okay. So whatever brought you on this podcast, like I'm, I'm talking to you right now. And the same thing that you use when you're ready to go next level. Okay. All right. So now we're all on the same page. So you have your goal. It's written in what we call the I am tense. All right. Here's what you need to know. This is what is so incredibly cool. I told you that the subconscious mind has no idea whether something that you feed it is fact or fiction. It has no idea if it's fantasy or reality it doesn't understand jokes. It doesn't understand like sarcasm. It just accepts every single thing as truth and it passes it. It funnels it straight to your conscious mind. Okay. So if you're telling yourself, I am a champion, victory is mine. I am a registered nurse, you know, a neurosurgical nurse at XYZ hospital. I am, you know, a highly decorated soldier in the U.S. military. I am the leader people are looking for. I am, you know, a loving, kind, giving husband who provides for his family. I am a a woman of strength who... I don't know, hustles hard during the day and, and takes care of her family with all the love in the world. Like whatever this is for you, like this could be personal, professional. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the owner of a multi-million dollar company, blah, 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 blah. blah. Like every single goal that you have can fall under here. Okay. What you're going to be doing is you're going to be reading your goal at least twice a day. Okay, these two times are the times when your subconscious mind is its most sensitive, okay? The first time is when you first open your eyes after you sleep, whether it's morning, whether it's night, I don't know if you work night shift or anything like that. So first thing upon rising, and then the last thing before you go to sleep at night. Those two times your subconscious mind is so sensitive, like, It will absorb more stuff than like Bounty, the quicker picker-upper, (laughs) okay? We're talking about like paper towels, like, like it sucks that stuff up. It's phenomenal, it's phenomenal. So try it for like 30 days. Okay, try it even for two weeks and see when you wake up in the morning, if you don't suddenly have a little bit more pep in your step, if it doesn't make you a little bit clearer on your goal on the direction that you want to be going, if it doesn't increase your level of productive action, the levels of your intensity, the levels of your effort, like there is a way to do it because sometimes forcing yourself just doesn't work because you have like a, a, a mis, a misprogrammed, you know, wiring system around your brain and your mind. Okay. So what we have to actually do rather than just trying to like bash this into your head is sometimes <laughs> love comes softly. All right. And so rather than trying to like, ah, squeeze this resistance, you need to let it flow in and let it absorb like into your pores, if you would. Right. Just like let it in, let it flow, and just let it passively start to change you from the inside out it's it's intentional action by reading the goals but the methodology at which it starts to train you and change you is is kind of like it's almost like passive diffusion if you would you totally thought, what did she say? Passive diffusion. Okay, it's like, what did she say? Yeah, remember, like from chemistry, things flow from high concentration to low concentration. That's what it's like. It's like, you know, it's like diffusion. You never thought you're going to be using that stuff. But I promise you, you hang around me, you're going to be using algebra, you're going to be using geometry, physics, all that stuff, all of like the mathematical equations, all the stuff from chem, all the stuff from bio, like, you, literally use it every single day. But that's how it works. Okay, now I'm going to give you a context here. And this, this is going to support how I know this works outside of I used it myself I use it with the individuals with whom I coach um, that girl that I told you about she actually contacted me on Instagram probably like six months after I had um, spoken at that school and she had secured herself a job in the neuro ICU as a patient care tech and she you know took that little initiative to reach out and and tell me what was going on and you know she was really grateful for with that, and definitely attributed her having that sort of direction from what we did with the power of I am. And so she's just one of many success stories that individuals have had, not just with working with me, but when you have a mindset coach, all right. It sounds kind of hokey, um, but mindset usually accompanies different sorts of coachings and trainings. Whether you're hiring a business coach, whether this is a physical fitness coach, or you know whomever, it's a, it's different than straight up counseling. It's tactics and strategies to empower you and how to make powerful change, how to, you know, lead and, and make these massive strides, like leaps and bounds, not just like micro moves, if if you will. And so I love it. Like I, I absolutely love nothing more than to see people take on their lives um, when they're at those tipping points or when they're walking up the hill and they're not sure that they have enough gas to like push that thing over the top of the crest is that little bit of gas, that little bit of juice that you can actually use as a secret fuel, if you would, to really open up the gates and um, strengthen your, yourself, your mindset from the inside out. And before you know it, usually what happens is that you, you unconsciously start taking steps in the direction of your goal. Rather than you having to force yourself when you start repetitiously saying your goal at those two times of a day, at least, I mean, you can certainly do it more, but those two times. Okay, so definitely like, so, so, so phenomenal. So... I wanted to share that with you because I know this time of year, we're halfway through January. I don't know if you set New Year's resolutions, um, if you set goals for the new year, maybe you've quote unquote fallen off the proverbial wagon by now or you didn't take any, you didn't set any. This podcast and our coaching and training academy, we are essentially a change agency i mean that's really i think my occupation is you know i'm a change agent i do it in the design world i do it in the physical fitness world with you know my 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 roster of athletes that i hold Um, and i definitely do it you know over just on the straight whether it's this is organizational leadership coaching champion mindset coaching it's something that i absolutely adore and um I hope that that benefits you, you know, try it for a solid two weeks. Okay, now, what I will also tell you, okay, that will help you when you're looking to go to the next level, you're looking to get out of I call it the guppy and the shark tank, you're surrounded by a lot of negative people um, is for you to actually be a really strong Guardian about the information and the the noise, whether this is spoken word, music, what you see on TV, what you listen to, what you text, even what you tell yourself about the stuff that you allow to drip into your ears. Um, I I recommend a thirty day, a thirty to ninety day, actually, I call it a negativity cleanse, where you don't listen or watch the news you don't read the newspaper like you just get all of that negative stuff out i promise you your life will change exponentially just by that because you're not allowing the negative stuff in so when you block that out you remove that out and now you're you're reciting to yourself your goals worded in that i am tense it's even more powerful because you're not having That sort of that juxtaposition between positive and negative. Like you remove the negative, so now you have more space for the positive to actually get in there and start to take root. You see what I'm saying? And now when it grows. You know just like the television with that you know big ball of wires that like fuel like the screen now when these thoughts and and how you're starting to change yourself starts to grow you have a much more well-established root system and it's not you know flooded by like like um crowded by weeds of negativity like you've pulled the weeds out does that make sense I know all those analogies. I say those because I know everybody learns different and everybody likes different things. So I try to plant some of those things out there so that it, it, it resonates with where you are. How's that? Okay, so today is, whether it's the 15th or the 16th, I don't know. We're mid-January here. Okay, your homework is, your challenge is. Your challenge, should you choose to accept, is to write down what your goal is. Okay? Or who it is that you want to become. Like the maximum. Like the maximum. Don't don't belittle it. Don't, you know, like make it micro just because your boss tells you that this should only be, or your mom tells you it should only be or your girlfriend or your husband or like whoever this is, that it should only be even your bestie should only be it can only be nobody ever, but it doesn't matter. It's totally irrelevant. Whatever this is to you is you write it down in the I am form. Okay, and I encourage you to write it rather than use electronic. Because another key to maximizing focus and productivity is to also reduce your exposure to EMFs. Okay, so paper, 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 pencil or marker or whatever you want. Okay, keep it by your bedside, keep it in your wallet, your purse, wherever. And then first thing in the morning, last thing before you go to sleep at night is actually rehearse it. Say it out loud, if you would, at least one time. Okay, cut the negativity out, cut the news out for at least 30 days, 90 if you really want maximum benefit. And then if you're having some results, if you're starting to make change, whether it's in your, your outlook, whether you're actually taking action steps that are almost kind of like surprising to you when you step back, like hmm, I never really did that. This is actually kind of easy. You know what hit me up. I would love to hear about that. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at chick 911 Shoot me a little message or you can fill out a contact us sheet on my website which is transformationgold.org i mean put something in the subject line there all of those emails they come across my desk directly so i do see them i would love to hear what sort of successes you guys are having getting ready to sign out here that workout i was in there for two hours tonight no shit, it was like the best freaking workout ever i am hungry hungry. I took my my glutamine and now I am ready to chew my arm off here. All right. So I'm getting ready to sign off. It has been so awesome to have you on tonight's call. All the best. Let's keep on pushing forward here. This is Nicole DeVincentes. And this has been the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy podcast. Happy 2020, everybody. Let's get ready to rock it and crush it. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining. Bye-bye.